0: Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi wa ba We praise the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we send peace and salutations upon the beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Peace and greetings to all the listeners of Markaz al-Sahaba. Markaz al-Sahaba, as we understand it, stands for the center that ensures the protection of the dignity and the honor of the Sahaba. Why is it so important for us to protect the dignity of the Sahaba and to protect the honor of the Sahaba? First of all, without the Sahaba, the deen would not have come to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored the Sahaba to be the companions of our noble Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Sahaba, companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they tried their utmost to follow the footsteps of our beloved Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They loved him, they revered him, and they obeyed him to the highest level. And because of the diligence in respect that they showed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because of their diligence in following in the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them various titles and various promises. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them the title of raduallahu anhum wa That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was pleased with them and they were pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a great title that the Lord of the universe, the Lord of all the مخلوقات, the creation, is expressing expressing the fact that Allah, the Lord of the universe, is happy and pleased with the Sahaba. And they were all pleased with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. That is a dua for them. That is a supplication for them. And then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has promised them paradise. Wa ladina amanu wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised those who believe from the Sahaba, those who did righteous deeds from the Sahaba, Allah ta'ala has promised them maghfirah, forgiveness, and a great reward. According to the Mufassirin, great reward refers to Jannah. So these companions of Rasulullah sallallahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised them paradise. Allah ta'ala has promised them, uh, forgiveness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, uh, identified for them that he is pleased with them. And we find that these Sahaba, why did they achieve this? Because of their obedience, because of the qualities that they had. They had many qualities. The ulama and the scholars of Islam have identified a few qualities that were prevalent and prominent in each and every Sahabi's life. They identified Qualities that were prevalent in each and every Sahabi's life. According to some scholars, they say there were six qualities that were prevalent in all of them. The quality of Iman. Iman faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That under all circumstances, they were prepared to sacrifice everything for this Iman. Believing Allah and His Rasul. They had the highest level of Iman. And if we want guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we in this day and age, then we need to inculcate in us that level of iman which the Sahaba has inculcated in them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِنْ آمَنُوا That is we, those who coming after the Sahaba, those who coming near the, 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 the rest of the ummah of Rasulullah if we bring up, bring in us and inculcate in us, that level of iman, with the Sahaba as inculcated in them, then we will get that hidayat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We find that the Sahaba, they were basically divided into two groups. One could say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمَهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنْصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِأَحْسَانٍ رَضِيَ abada." According to some scholars, the groups of the Sahaba uh, consist of Muhajirin and Ansar. They look at the first uh, first and foremost Sahaba, the forerunners. Those forerunners which were called the Sabiqoon, those who came first and foremost from the Sahaba, they were those, according to some scholars of Tafsir, those people who embraced Islam and brought Iman in Allah Ta'ala before the changing of the Qibla. Then some say that those people who are called the forerunners of the Sahaba from the Mahajirin and the Ansar, the migrators and the supporters, or people who embraced Islam before the Battle of Badr. Some people say before, at the Bayatur Ridwan, that is the pledge, that is, that is the pledge with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi at Hudaybiyah. These are some interpretations of As-Sabiqoon al-Awwalun. We find that the meaning the word mean, the preposition mean refers to uh, uh, breaking them into two parts. So there are two sections of the Sahaba, those who embraced Islam, who brought Iman Allah Ta'ala before the al Ruzwan, before the Battle of Badr, before the changing of the Qibla. And so the rest of the Sahaba, they are called, they, they are the rest. Those who followed the first and foremost Sahabas with and goodness, as one interpretation. Other interpretation means it refers to all the sahaba. That this word mean, the preposition mean comes for bayan, explanation of who the sadiqoon al was, who the first and foremost and predecessors of the sahaba were. And the rest of the ummah, they are the bi They are the rest of the ummah, like we and the tabi'un, those who followed the sahaba we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not only promised uh, His pleasure for the Sahaba who were the Sabiqoon al but Allah ta'ala has also promised His pleasure and happiness for those people who followed the Sahaba in their footsteps. Mm-hmm. Who followed what the Sahaba did because the Sahaba followed what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa did. Allah ta'ala has promised is paradise, and Allah's promise his pleasure for those also, those who follow the footsteps of the Sahaba. Why is it that the Sahaba became so successful in their life and so successful in the Akhirah uh, that they obtained the pleasure of Rabbul Alameen? Because, like I said, there are certain qualities in them. Quality of Iman, firm belief in Allah Ta'ala. They believed firmly in their hearts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does everything without the help of the entire creation. Nothing can harm, nothing can benefit, nothing can give life, nothing can give death, nothing can provide except through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is the Raziq and Allah is the Malik. He is the provider, sustainer, nourish and cherisher. Allah is the owner of everything. So, <clears throat> Like I was saying, my dear beloved listeners, that the Sahaba radiallahu anhum had the greatest level of Iman after the Ambiya alayhi salatu wasalam. And therefore they were promised a paradise in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the second quality they had in them was the quality of salah. In Salat, they used Salat as a means to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala their needs, whatever they wanted. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises them in the Quran and calls them Rijal. Allah ta'ala calls them men. رِجَالٌ لَّا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْعٌ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَإِقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ الزَّكَاةِ Allah Ta'ala calls the men, such men, that no trade or business beguiled them, made them unmindful from the zikr of Allah, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and neither from the establishment of salat and the giving of zakat. Allah calls the Sahaba رِجَالٌ men because a true man is at one, who fulfilled his responsibilities uh, towards his creator and towards the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala calls them men. They were people, the sahabas, uh, trade and business did not keep them away from the remembrance of Allah and neither the salat. Uh, Therefore the sahaba, wherever they went, and the time for salat came, adhan was called in time of salat came, they would leave everything aside and they would respond to the adhan, they would respond to the time of salat and perform the salah. And whatever they needed, they used to go into salat, to rakaat salat, and they begged from the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One sahabi had no food in the house. You are seen in the masjid after the jama'at was completed. Then the Rasulullah approached him and asked him, Why is it that you come to the masjid after the salat is completed? He said that he's sharing a set of clothes with him, with himself and his wife. They're sharing the set of clothes. So, when time for Salah comes, he puts that clothes on and comes to the masjid. Nabi alayhi salatu saw the need of this person, the poverty of this person, of the Sahabi. And Nabi alayhi salatu told him that he must recite dua Obviously, it was done in the First person. So Nabi Ali salatu taught him that dua, <coughs> brief dua that I have recited. Mm-hmm. So the Sahabi, they recited that abundantly and Allah ta'ala increased his risk for him. Allah ta'ala removed his poverty from him. Allah ta'ala removed his worries from him. That is when the Sahaba, when they approached Salat in this manner that uh, they could see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Salat was in the in the manner that when they performed Salat, they could see Allah Ta'ala, the stage and level of Ihsan, and Allah ka'annaka tarahu, that you worship Allah as though you can see Him. tarahu If you can't see Allah, then Allah Ta'ala sees you. This was the level of Ihsan that they have obtained. Whilst performing Salat, they did not see anything, dunya, no thoughts of dunya came in their hearts. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was in front of them. And this is the level of salat that we should aspire for. The Nabi alayhi salatu wa sallam said, perform salat the way you saw me performing salat. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, Allah ta'ala blessed them with this level of salat that's full of taqwa and iman. And why is that so? Because they learned from the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They had a quality of seeking knowledge. The desire for acquiring knowledge. They went far and wide to acquire this knowledge. And all the Sahaba had this desire. They wanted to learn more and more. Nabi Alayhi Salaam encouraged the Sahaba to learn more and more. That Man Salaka Illa Nabi Alayhi encouraged them, a person who treads the path in which he searches the knowledge of Deen, Allah will make a path easy for him to Jannah. So the path of knowledge is a sacred path that will lead you to Jannah. But unfortunately, if you don't have light in that path, and then you will not get, uh, reach your destination. Therefore, the zikr is very important. So the Sahabi is to remember Allah Ta'ala night and day. He has to be in the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The zikr of the third kalima, the zikr of the kalima, La ilaha illallah, the zikr of uh, salawat upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Sahabi love to make this zikr. and Sahabi says, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, make my entire dua zikr. Salawat upon you. So the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was very grateful. And he said that person makes the most salat. Awla al-Nasi bi-yawma al-Qiyamah uh, alayhi salatan, awka salatu wasalam. The person that will be the closest to me on the day of Qiyamah will be that person who sent the most salawat upon me, the most blessings upon me, subhanAllah. So the Sahaba aspired to be the closest to the Nabi salallahu alayhi Then the other qualities the Sahaba had, They used to uh, honor human beings, honor one another, respect one another. Not only Muslims, but all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They used to make ikram of the creation of Allah. If Allah ta'ala praises them in the Quran, they used to prefer others above themselves, even though poverty came to their lot. They used to prefer others. Others needed more, others needed more. I can suffer but my brother mustn't suffer. They will find the battles certain battles. One of the Sahabi uh, uh look asking for water. So when his cousin came to give him water he heard another Sahabi uh, crying out for water, he said, Take this water to that other Sahabi, he needed it more take this water to that other Sahabi, he needs more. When he came to the other Sahabi, that person, he heard someone else crying out for water, and he said, take this water to someone else, the third person. When he came to the third person, that person already expired, he passed away. came back to the second Sahabi, he already passed away. came to his cousin, he had passed away. Even on the deathbed, the Sahaba used to used to prefer others above themselves, a very great quality. In today's world, unfortunately, they were so, so, so uh, uh, concerned about our own selves, selfishness, selfishness. The Sahaba was selfless. They preferred others above themselves. Today, I must have it. I must have this position. I must have this, uh, this money. I must have that. It's only about ourselves, the Ananiya. The selfishness of an insan today has created so much havoc in the world and so much chaos in the world. We can see it in families, we can see it in communities, we can see it in the entire world. Because of this anania, because of the selfishness, the Sahaba, we will, inshallah, follow the way of the Sahaba and this selflessness, preferring others above ourselves, then Allah Ta'ala will be happy with us. And Allah will also promise us Jannat and forgiveness, inshallah ta'ala. And all these things the Sahaba used to do with sincerity, never showed anybody well, about the good deeds and what uh, what things they're doing. Everything they did for us for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because they've learned from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, another word for iman is ikhlas and sincerity. And therefore, nobody would know about the good deeds. Even if there was one person who was serving a, a lady, a widow, uh, when he came there to the widow's house, he saw everything he speak and span, Oh lady, oh ajuz. Oh lady. So the Sahabi Abu Bakr radiallahu wa ta'ala wanted to see now who is this person? That is not making anything known about his good deeds. Who is this person that is helping this old lady? So he went a little bit early. He saw Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu coming out of the house. He thought to himself, I will never be able to beat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu in any good deeds. Why? Because they did, not, they did not inform people about the good deeds, they did not show off the good deeds. The Sahaba has this quality of doing things for the sake of Allah only, lillahi ta'ala. Everything was done for the sake of Allah. Then they also had the common quality in them. that was to invite people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to strive in the way of Allah. And Hajjatul Wada, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he preached to the Sahaba, gave them a lecture. And there were about 124,000 Sahaba. And he asked the Sahaba, Hal did I convey the message? And all of them said, you convey the message. And to cut a very long khutbah short, Nabi sallallahu alayhi Minkum al said, all those who are present here must take the message to those who are not present. It is stated in the books of history that 124,000 Sahaba, they all moved in the direction that the animals stood, that the mount stood. Therefore, they spread out far and wide in the world and about few, few thousand Sahaba, you find their bodies are there, they are buried there in, 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 uh, in the peninsula of Arabia. And others, the bodies are scattered all around the world, giving, inviting people to Allah. Even South Africa, you find that our Islam spread here. Our Islam came here through the efforts of the Sahaba uh, who passed the message on to others. So we need to do this, inshallah, try and follow the ways of the Sahaba also. And then, inshallah, take this message of Islam far and wide. And do not have only a worry and concern for us and our families in our country, but we need to have a concern for the entire Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah will restore the prominence and Allah will restore the, the awe and the respect and the dignity for this Ummah once again. We ask Allah Ta'ala to forgive all our shortcomings. Allah Ta'ala must protect the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala must forgive all our sins and Allah must give Hidayat to us to our country protect us from all those viruses and sicknesses and give hidayah to the entire ummah wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh